Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Wednesday. Wednesday, you know what that means here on the Good Morning Christian American podcast. Wednesdays mean it's time for another step on this long journey through the New Testament. Another step, another nugget of knowledge, another lesson learned, another example provided by Christ on how to live, how to speak, how to walk in His light, in the light of God. Part of being a Christian American also means being educated in what Christ said, what Christ did, what Christ meant. As he explained the Old Testament, as he came to fulfill the the old prophecies, as he came to fulfill God's covenant and, and to make a new covenant with his blood and his sacrifice for our sins, it's important that we know that. It's important that we understand some of these uh, these lessons these examples that have been that have been put in place for 2000s uh, for over 2000 years and with these lessons learned and with these examples set we've created a more poor, a more perfect union it's when we deviate from these lessons that our world falls apart that our nation falls apart that our families fall apart that's why it's crucial not only to be inspired on mondays not only to remember the family and think about the family and put the family first on Fridays, but Wednesdays we come to you and uh, with these lessons from the, from the true source, from the book, from the Bible, from Jesus' words, from his life. We bring this to you so you can then think about it, that you can then learn from it, then you can uh, uh, act on it on these lessons so without further ado let's continue down this this uh down this journey today we're picking up where we left off last wednesday last wednesday we we talked about um adultery what jesus said about adultery and what he meant and how it affects us now today we're building on that the next lessons we're going to combine two of the, the next two uh, stories here about divorce, which is crucially important as we get ready for the end of the week and we think about our Fridays, we think about our families. What did Jesus say about divorce and what does that mean? And Jesus is talking about uh, a teaching on, on taking oaths, swearing on things, two things. What does he say about it? Why does it matter? Why does it matter in 2019? We're going to explain why it matters. Right here on Good Morning Christian America. Okay, good morning, Christian American. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Good Morning Christian America. For those of you who are listening to the audio and the audio only, you can close your eyes and picture uh, me behind the microphone in a long sleeve yellow Christian American tea, fresh out of the box, uh, fresh off the presses, uh, with the white Christian American logo and the Christian American flag. As I sport it, I, it's a still a long sleeve tea because the winter just will not quit. Have no fear. ChristianAmericanTees.com has long sleeves. They have sweatshirts. They have hoodies. And you can continue to beat the cold weather in, in one of these quality uh, tees, one of these quality hoodies uh, for you. 
I'm telling you, if you put them on, it'll make you feel better. It'll make you act better. It'll be you will become a better person. You'll become more inspired and you will inspire more people. Because when you go out there and you do the works that we're going to teach you today, that we're going to talk about today, when you go out there and live these values, you're going to set the example. And those that don't know you will see this bright, big Christian American logo with this Christian American flag. And they'll think to themselves, I need to be a Christian American myself. I need to get my life in order. I need to be more kind and more courteous, more loving and more compassionate. I need to be more giving with my money and my time. To those in need. I don't need it. But there are people that need it. And that's the example you're going to set when you step out of your house in one of these Christian American teas. I promise you that. I promise you you're going to get compliments from other Christian Americans that don't know about the website. And you're going to be able to point them to the website. You're going to be able to point them to this podcast. You're going to be able to point them to our uh, YouTube channels so they can subscribe. You're going to be able to point them to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and they're going to be inspired and they're going to go out and do the same. And we're going to be a stronger community behind that. We're going to be a stronger country behind that. So today we want to talk to you. We want to pick up where we left off last Wednesday where Jesus was explaining adultery and the meanings behind that, right, the spirit of that law. And we're going to continue with Matthew 5, um, verse 33, where Jesus says, It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. Again, this is Old Testament. Old Testament rules back in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery what's he saying there what's he trying to what is the spirit behind that what's the spirit of these rules and these examples why does Jesus mention this why is he not simply saying don't divorce Because you can always come up with an excuse to, you know, the marriage is not working out. Uh, what do you call it? Irreconcilable differences is a big thing, especially in our courts today. You know, there's always, there's always something. There's always an excuse. People can always rationalize their own bad behavior. The great thing about marriage, well, there's plenty of great things about marriage. Um, but marriage is binding. Marriage is binding, and it should be binding. You should think about it before. It's, a, it's, it's, not a, it's not something you enter into lightly. It's not something that you, uh, that you take for granted. It's not something that you can back away from. When you get married, you get married, but, and, and that marriage is between a man and a woman and God. I'll say it again. Marriage. True marriage is between a man, a woman, and God. God makes that 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 binding commitment. He's the one who ties your the, the knot between man and woman. Man and woman. He's the one who ties that knot. It's not the priest. It's not the church. It's not the building that you're in or the person who's doing the talking. 
you stand there before God and you make that commitment to him. Because that is where he puts you. That is the, the path that he puts you on. That is uh, supposed to be a, a knot that cannot be untied. You are bound for life. Dating back to Adam and Eve, the, 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 you at that point of marriage, you cease being man and woman. And you become one. One body, one flesh, in the spirit, under God. God makes you these things. You can't simply walk away from it and go do it again with someone else. It's crucial to understand this. It's crucial to understand this because marriage is such an important part of our society. It, ha it has played such an important part of our history. There's been many civilizations that didn't... Um, you know, take marriage seriously. They didn't take monogamy seriously. Now, I don't know what how it, th their cultures began. Maybe at one point in their culture, they, they started taking marriage seriously, but it, then it deteriorated over time. And it deteriorated over time is because it, people didn't take the seriousness of what they were doing into consideration. And when you live for today and you don't live for tomorrow, if you live for yourself and you don't live for your family, bad things are going to happen. Your own feelings and your own attitudes take priority over what's really important. And when you're when when you become selfish in that manner, when you become self-absorbed that way, you can easily rationalize and justify walking the other way. Like, you know what? I've done this for a few years. Now I'm not happy because excuse one, excuse two, excuse three. I should be able to live my life happy. Whatever that means. And so because that, because I should be able to do that, or my favorite phrase, because I have the right to do that, now I can abandon my vows. I can ab abandon, you know, the other half of my marriage. I can abandon any children that we, that, that we raised together that my wife bore For my own devices, for my own wishes, for my own debauchery, for my own gravitas, you name it, my, my own ambitions. What Christ is saying is you can't do that. It's not how this works. It's not how marriage works. Marriage is a sacred vow. Marriage is not, believe it or not, if you don't know this, or if you haven't thought about this, and I think there's many people out there who haven't thought about this because we have this marriage debate after, uh, uh, as if they're 
there is a debate to be had, but we have this marriage debate in our country about what constitutes marriage. What constitutes marriage as a governmental approval or as a, as a uh, governmental bond? And we have arguments over what is right, what is wrong, what is moral, what is just, what is fair. Like that's the way life is supposed to be. I remember growing up, there was a time where people would tell you life isn't fair. I would tell you that, still tell you that life isn't fair. Life was never meant to be fair. I, you know, if life was fair, the sinless son of man wouldn't have come down and been crucified because he didn't do anything wrong he, Life, if life was fair. Okay, but that's the idea. The, the idea is that we, we were having this debate where, you know, I can, it, what does it mean to be married? What is a marriage? And then what can it, can, what can it be? And it went from one man, one woman, and God to now there's madness. There's madness there now. There's all marriages, all types of stuff. But let me tell you, let me tell you, uh, what it's what it's not it's not a bond under government it's not a bond under man it is a bond entered to by one man and one woman but it is not under man it is not under mankind it is not under any institution in which mankind created like government or like church It's a bond that's bound by God. And that's where it should stay. That's where the conversation should, should remain. When people argue or come to you with questions about what you think about marriage, there shouldn't be, an, there, there shouldn't be any hesitation. There shouldn't be much of a debate. The book says that a man is to leave his mother's household and go live with his wife. Right? This is a this is a sacred bond. It's a sacrament. That's very, very important in our society. It's very important. And to throw that away, or to even conceive that you can throw that away, regardless of how you feel for a period of time, regardless of what you've gone through for a period of time, regardless of what you think you're missing, regardless of, of anything else. Your responsibilities to your wife or your husband, your responsibilities to your children do not go away. And that's what Christ is telling you here. He said, you know, if you... If you can, if you think you can divorce somebody, you're wrong, and you shouldn't even be thinking about it. And if you do, you're committing adultery. If you marry another a married woman, then you're committing adultery. If you leave your family, you're committing adultery. That you are no longer you. When you take that vow, when you take those vows, you are no longer you. You are now a family. 
You are now a new in organism. You are a new organism. You be, you were you were a man and you were a woman, and now when you married, you are something new. You are something completely new. And that's how we have to look at this. This how we this is how we build a better society. This is how we bring back the family. This is highly important. The family unit has been destroyed in America for a variety of reasons. The lack of morality the lack of Christian teaching, the lack of education, the increase in selfishness and secularization, the decrease in Christian study and Christian education, the decrease in the understanding of all the benefits that Marriage brings to a community, to a society, to a cult, to a culture. Not just now, but for generation after generation after generation. The lessons that you teach your children today are going to be the, the lessons that they teach their children in 20 to 30 years from now. And the lessons that they teach their children. And the lessons that they teach their children. How do you think the word of God has been able to last this long? The word of God has been able to last this long because the lessons that the original Christians, the lessons that the apostles taught, the ones that laid eyes on Christ, the ones that sacrificed with Christ, the ones that saw him on the cross, the ones that received the Holy Spirit in the upper room, the one who who preached his word and were crucified and were burned and were beheaded because of it. They passed on these stories. They passed on these messages. They passed on these lessons and these examples over and over and over and over until you get to today. You cannot, we cannot not continue that. We must continue that tradition. We must continue to teach God's message. We must continue to teach the story of how a nation founded upon the principles that Jesus Christ set became the greatest nation in the history of the world to lift billions of people out of poverty to establish a new style of government where the people are in charge and their representatives are bound by a constitution not a not a constitution uh, uh that looks like a, a an encyclopedia but a, a small a small little document it's this thick this thick right here declaration and the constitution very little very small you can read it takes 30 minutes 30 minutes to read it and it it's founded it's founding is set on christian principles the idea that you have individual liberty that you are responsible for the things that you do and you are responsible as a person as the people are responsible for putting 
their representatives in a position to make decisions for everybody. You are the burden bearer of your success or failures. It is you. Individual liberty. There's a direct line from individual salvation that Christ taught that you are responsible for your faith and you are responsible for your deeds. You are responsible for your love and following his word, whether or not you enter the promised land, whether or not you enter into the kingdom of heaven, individual salvation from that idea leads to individual liberty. Over and over and over and over again, individual liberty. United States of America, founding, document, constitution, all men are created equal. That all men are created equal, even though they weren't equal at the time. But that God gives us certain rights that no one can take away, that no government can take away. This is the, this is the lineage that we must live up to. These are the stories that we must pass on. And you cannot do that if you're willing to throw away your family. If you're willing to throw away your marriage. You're willing to throw away your children. You're willing to throw away that bond because you think you're not happy. Whatever happy is supposed to mean. We'll continue more of this on Friday. When we talk about the family, because it's crucial. The next lesson here, though, on teaching on oaths, you know, is this is verse 33 in Matthew chapter 5. It says, again, you have heard that it, that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, not by earth, for it is, it is his footstool, not by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more. It's from the evil one. These are less these are these are family lessons. This is a father teaching his son. This is a mother teaching her daughter about what it means to be married and to be bound as one in marriage and how to respect others. How to teach others about false witness, bearing false witness, swearing oaths that you don't mean or you don't know, that you don't know about, lying to people. Trying to make people believe. You know how many times I've heard someone lying and the way they think they can get out of that is I swear, I swear. And they usually say something like, I swear to God. I swear on my kids. I swear on my mother's life. You hear that all the time. You know who does stuff like that? Children. Children do stuff like that.
But that's not what we see. We see grown adults do things like that. We see grown adults talk like that when we catch them lying, when they're bearing false witness, when they're doing wrong, when they're doing dirt. Their excuse is like, no, 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 I swear. Again, it's about what makes me happy. It's about what I want, not about what's right. Here you have the king of the world, the son of man, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the beginning and the end, the way, the truth, the life. He is who, all, who is all things. There is no greater source. There is no greater judge. There is no greater knowledge. There is no greater teaching. And he's telling you, you can't be divorced and you can't lie to people. Let your yes mean yes and let your no mean no. And stand strong for what's right and stand strong for these principles. Stand strong and pass on to the next generation. The good news of Jesus Christ. Anything else is from the evil one. That's what he says. Anything else from the evil one. It's not me saying this. Don't say, well, Eddie told me that I should do whatever it is that, you know, I'm not telling you anything. This is straight out of the lips of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, do not swear at all. I'm telling you that if you leave your wife or you, you, uh, Divorce your wife. You think you're divorced. You are committing adultery. Lessons learned. Now, as always, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you got something out of this passage. Uh, I, I pray that you, you, you get something out of each and every one of our podcasts. I pray that, that you listen. I pray that I'm able to... Uh, bring this message to you in a coherent manner. I, I pray that I can understand it and, and I can uh, speak to it. And, and, and I pray that you are then receiving it. Um, the only way that we're going to improve our situation in this life and in the next is to live by these principles. If you want a better country, if you want a better society, if you want a better community, you have to start with yourself and your family. And the number one source for yourself or your family is the Word of God. That's what being a Christian American means. Governing yourself, being a Christian first, governing yourself and your family by Christ, your community by Christ's word. And then you govern our country with America's word. Okay? As always, you can contribute to the Christian American community by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com and picking yourself up some Christian American material, some Christian American apparel. Uh, and, and if you do that, I promise you, once you put Christian American teas, any Christian American tea on, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel a lot prouder. 
You're going to feel uh, that you have a lot more energy. You're going to have, you're going to feel a lot more inspired. You're going to feel a lot more responsibility, but you're going to, the good type of responsibility, the type of responsibility that you want to feel, that you want to put on yourself, the weight that you want to carry. That's what Christian American Tees does for you. It puts you, it gives you the weight that you want to carry so that you can lead others to Christ, so that you can lead others to the good news, that you can lead others to a better uh, personal life. Not with this stuff, but with Christ. So if you feel the need, if you feel encouraged, if you feel the blessing, if you feel the, if you're moved to go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, pick yourself up. We, we definitely encourage it. Uh, even if you don't, you can't afford it, or uh, it, it's just that time of the month that you don't, you don't, uh, you, you, you can't get there. Whatever the, whatever the case may be, you can still contribute to the Christian American community by logging on, supporting this podcast. And I'm not asking for, again, we don't ask for donations. There's no place that you can donate money. You cannot donate money to Christian American to the Christian American community. You cannot donate money to uh, anything that we do. If you want to participate, if you want to help us out, then you can just share our podcast. You can share with your friends. You can share with your family. You can share uh, our, our, our posts. You can comment. You can provide feedback. All of that is welcome. You like our posts. You like our articles, you like our uh, pictures, like our videos, like our commercials, whatever, wherever. Like us and share us and tell people about us. Stand up strong. Do not shrink from the responsibility uh, that being a, a, a Christian American imposes on you. It's a good responsibility. It makes you stronger. It makes you more cognizant of those around you, of your higher responsibility. That, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to have a great and blessed day today. Stay on fire for Christ. Put on the armor of God every day and fight on behalf of Him. Stay blessed. Stay lit for Christ. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Christian America.